Welcome to a special edition of the PlayStation Non Plus podcast. I'm Kirk Martin, and here with me, as always, is the heat behind my meat, Chris Dorman. Hey, Chris. Hey, hey, how you doing? I lovely am... to be here. I am lovely. I'm excited. We're going to drop two this month. That's going to be fun. I know. People aren't used to that shit. People aren't listening, but they're also not used to that shit. Yeah, uh, how could they be? So, today we are a little less than a month away uh, from new consoles, a new generation. Uh, So, since we're a PlayStation-focused podcast, we're going to talk all things PlayStation and how PlayStation Plus uh, is going to fit into the next generation. Um, You want to get us started with some basics there, Chris? Sure. So, uh, yeah, we just found out, uh, I guess, last month that the PlayStation 5 is going to be released on November 12th. Uh, 2020 uh, two different versions of the console are coming there is a digital only version that will be $399 and a version with a disc drive that will be $499 um, which is just bonkers to me I can't believe uh, I really expected them Sony to just screw this up completely on their pricing honestly I don't think it would have been I don't think I wasn't thinking they were going to screw it up I just thought that the disc or the the PlayStation with the drive was going to cost $600 period and we'd get 100 to 150 dollars off the digital version. Like I thought we were going to start at 600. I think it's absolutely wild that we're looking at a $400 console uh, for next gen, $500 console for, you know, next gen PlayStation hardware. I mean, I know um Microsoft is coming in lower. Are they doing was it 3 what's the S? I forget. Off the top of my head, I don't remember. Um, it's cheap, though, right? It's even lower than... I feel like... Hold on, now I have to yeah, see Yeah, now it. I gotta rock it. It didn't take us long to have to rock it, Google. This is audio poison. I know, I'm sorry. So, okay, yeah, the Series X is gonna be at four ninety nine, while the Series S is going to be two ninety nine. And it's kind of cool. It, it, I think it goes right to the strategy of like the two consoles. Like, um, like Microsoft isn't. They're all about Game Pass. Uh, this generation, they're all about like making a service and or making Xbox a service. And the Xbox Series S and X are just how you access that service. So, it seems like there's not. I mean, both um both pieces of hardware, Xbox and PlayStation, look like they're going to just be fabulous. Uh, but just kind of taking different approaches to this generation. Uh, so that's pretty cool. But man, yeah, absolutely. I I wonder if Microsoft announcing their prices first really forced Sony to bring it down. Because I honestly, honestly did not think that we were going to see uh, sub six hundred for the the drive, the PlayStation uh, with the drive. In, that's insane to me. Like I think I can't believe you're 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 thinking they would even consider a $600 console again it would just be a complete repeat like inflation is understandable but people have long memories and that is the price point of the playstation 3 Uh, i understand that but like i mean 
You see what famously these boxes, catastrophic. These boxes, these boxes are wild, man. Absolutely wild. Let me tell you a little thing about a little thing called the cell and how it's going to change the face of gaming oh forever. Goodness. I thought I still think the PlayStation Three was an amazing console. I fucking love that thing. Yeah, it was an amazing console, but I didn't pay six hundred dollars for it, and I don't think you did either. I don't think I did either. I think I paid like four hundred or something like that, and it wasn't yeah. too far out either. I think my my first. Did I get the? I think my first one was the Gunmetal. Oh, wow. I got the Metal Gear Solid Four. Gunmetal, um, Gunmetal PlayStation Three. I was really stoked on it. Let me say first one. I've been I've been incredibly lucky with consoles. Oh, <laughs> I have. Wood. My my first PlayStation Three died because I because. Man, we're getting off topic. My first PlayStation Three died because of uh, back then you had to to use Netflix streaming. You had to put a disc into the PlayStation, mm-hmm. and so I burnt out the optical drive. And at that point, like the digital domain wasn't so great uh, on consoles, so I had to get a new PlayStation. Yeah, I'm still PlayStation Three. My PlayStation Four is rocking and rolling though. PS Three and yeah. I think my PlayStation PS4. 4 is six years old. Whenever you just had to look at when um, Second Sons came out, and that's when I bought my PlayStation 4, and it's still the same one I've been using. Yeah. It's it's, it's had better days. It's, it's, right now, it's I have it uh, low jacked on some PlayStation 5 or PlayStation 4 uh, game car- game uh, cases because the eject button keeps going off for some reason. Oof. And it's the only way it doesn't make it sound like my PlayStation that I don't put discs in is constantly trying to eject a disc. It's been fabulous. Um, yeah, so those are the basics there. I'm, I'm I'm super stoked on the price, and I will. I'm not. I didn't pre-order one. I'm not a super huge fan of first off the line tech, personally. Um, and also, I you know I got other shit going on, and it's really hard to get a fucking pre-order right now. What about you? Yeah, like, I don't have much of an interest in pre-ordering it. I was actually just thinking about it today, like, which of our group of friends is going to be the first one, Jordan Gates, to jump over the the line and buy a PS5. Um, I think once one of us does, though, like, that'll start the cavalcade of nonsense. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, keep just... che- I keep checking, but, uh, I mean, if one came, if I, if I checked and one was there, I'd probably buy it. But, See, I'm not, but e- it I'm doesn't, not even but looking. It doesn't, but it doesn't like, hurt. I mean, I, I'm casually checking. I'm not sitting there with, like, Google alerts and shit. <laughs> like, just, like, casually just dip my head in. Like, hey, I wonder if you can get one of them their PlayStations. Um, but, yeah, so those are the basics on that. Uh, let's talk about... Are we on launch titles already? Yeah. Even though we talked about PlayStation 3 for about an hour. Um... He said eight minutes into his podcast. <laughs> shut up (laughs) guy all right uh you want to shall we just rattle off some games or how do you want to how do you want to play this i mean yeah we can just all right so i'm just gonna rattle off some stuff newer new stuff i think for the most part uh that's gonna be on that's gonna be on the playstation 5s um as far as sony exclusives um you're looking at astro's playroom demon souls destruction all stars um spider-man remastered marvel spider-man miles morales and Sackboy: a big adventure um and coming everywhere for the next gen 
Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Bug Snacks, Cyberpunk 2077, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Devil May Cry 5, Special Edition, Destiny 2 Beyond Light, Godfall, Fortnite, Maneater, NBA 2K21, Observer, System, Redux, The Pathless, and Watch Dogs Legion. Is that about it? Bowsers. Um, anything exciting you there? I mean, Demon Souls is the most exciting thing from all that, which is just wild to me. A game from the PS3. Did you see... <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But did you see that thing? It was pretty cool. They did a side by side one of their videos of the game, and it it was it it was Demon Souls, and it just looked good. And that game looked, I felt like looked good, but I mean, that was two generations ago, for God's sakes. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm super stoked on Miles Morales. Uh, I. Hopefully I can upgrade my PlayStation 4 copy somehow to just download, like, upgrade it for Miles Morales. I actually don't really know how all that's working. But uh, I love that first Marvel Spider-Man game. It was really, really good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The more I see of it, the more I get interested in um, Destruction All-Stars. Really? I, yeah, like, I don't know. I look forward to playing it for this podcast in... Like wow. eight months. What a, sh- what a <laughs> shitty person! What a shit! You act like they're gonna give us games. They're just gonna add shit to the PlayStation uh, Plus collection, which we'll talk about later. Spoilers. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, Sackboy. I love Sackboy. Uh, his big adventure. It's gonna be fun. So they're they're looking at like basically like Mario Sackboy kind of thing. Uh, I'm ex- yeah. I love it. Excited. Cyberpunk's gonna be dope and. I'm interested in bug snacks. I don't know. I think I'm with you on that one. I'm excited to see it come to PlayStation Plus, though. Yeah, after seeing some um, gameplay of of bug snacks, I I see the value in that game. I don't think it's something that I'm gonna go and spend money on right away. Um, but yeah, if it comes to Plus, hell yeah, I'll I'll, I'll be forced go hunt to some bug snacks. <laughs> be yeah, are you kidding? Play. Yeah, I'll, I'll be contractually obligated to do it. But... <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean the lineups. The new lineups not great. I mean, there's obviously obviously some like club bangers there, and honestly, like how many games do we play a year? Like Demon Souls, Miles Morales, Sackboy. I mean, that's that's my first half a year at least. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, and Cyberpunk <laughs> finishes it off. Like that's it. So yep, there you go. What else do we really need there? Um. You want to talk about backwards compatibility? Because I love this. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, huge that pretty much all PlayStation 4 games are going to be playable on the PS5. There were, you know, the rumors months ago that it's going to be the PlayStation and everything will be compatible on the PlayStation 5, which was a pipe dream. But the fact that we're getting as many PlayStation 4 games as we are is just... I think fantastic. I think this is the way to do it. I I don't necessarily miss my PlayStation Three too much. Um, you know, it's been six, seven years since I played it. Uh, I feel like switching over from PlayStation Four to PlayStation Five would have been really tough. When you think about without having my PlayStation Four games, when you think about Destiny, um, The Division, like now we're looking at like Fall Guys and all that stuff, it would have just been weird. Not to be able to play that stuff. Not to continue playing all that stuff in the next generation. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm stoked. I think they, they, they knocked this one out of the park. This would have been something that would have 
probably stopped me from getting a PlayStation 5 for a long time if I wasn't able to uh, play PlayStation 4 on there. And it seems like they did a great job with it. Uh, I, I saw something, or I was reading on PlayStation blog, uh, basically you sign into your PlayStation account and it populates your library with the games you already have uh, from PlayStation 4. And you can do just like you transfer from PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 4, you can basically transfer um, from PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5 uh, what you have downloaded on your consoles. Um, mm. I guess they're not 100% sure about saving, about saves at this point, but um, I, I'm sure more news will come out about that as we get closer and as people freak out about losing their 100 hours in Dragon Age Inquisition, I guess. <laughs> But the cloud, this is why we have the plus. <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I, every time I log into that, it's like, you've used 0.5%. And I'm like, am I not uploading anything here? And then I check that auto uploads are on and it says they are. So I, I, I don't know. I'm ready for a new console just so I can reset my settings and figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> um, anything else you want to say about that? I think that's it. And that, I'm very happy with it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I recognize like i saw the list of like the like what nine games that couldn't <laughs> be played on the playstation Afro 5. samurai 2 is that was that one of them <laughs> yeah it was it was Fuck. it absolutely was Fuck. yeah i know i'm in the middle of that one <laughs> never gonna, <laughs> never gonna finish it yeah well fucking hitman go isn't here. that a mobile game <laughs> yes yeah i don't i don't get it like what's the point of, i mean i guess you have to have transparency. Yeah. But I mean, like, what was, what was, that was a waste of typing for somebody. I'm sorry. I think it really, it, I don't know. That list of games really drove home the point of, come on guys, get off of us. Like we did everything we could. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're going to be completely transparent because there's something behind this that you're going to fucking hate. And we don't, we don't want you to find it. No, because here's the list of games that you can't play. And if any of these games make you angry, then you're fundamentally broken as a person. And you don't deserve what we're giving you. You can't handle the PlayStation 5. You know what we should have talked about at the top? This thing is a monster. <laughs> this console. Yeah. Like, fucking Christ. Yeah. I got a little, uh, I got a little like, monitor like table to bump up my monitor. Um, and my PlayStation 4 fits like perfectly underneath it. I, this thing is going to stand like a monolith. Like, next, I know everybody's making jokes about the fucking PlayStation 5, but it's going to be huge. Yeah, I, 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 I keep looking at my little, you know, TV stand, and I, like, my, it currently has the Switch, the PlayStation 3, and the PlayStation 4 hooked up in there. There is nowhere in this thing where I would be able to fit a PlayStation 5. It's going to have to go, like, behind my TV. Like, hope, hope that IR is good because it's going behind. It's the going television. behind your TV with a fucking. It's not like I'm gonna have to put a disc in it ever. Like heat from behind your, your television. Yeah, exactly. Christ. Um. So, let's see. Are we already? Why don't you talk about your concerns with um games right now, and then we'll get our prices and games, and we'll get to the more uh, PlayStation Plus centric stuff here in a minute yeah so i mean the it's sort of coming to fruition finally um that game prices are going to look like they're going to be increasing to 70 dollars uh with this generation which i mean frankly it's been almost two decades since they made the jump from 50 to 60 dollars 
um, and inflation's been happening that whole time. So really, we've been <laughs> getting a, a deal here. Um, I'm pretty sure I, I read earlier that uh, $60 in, what, 2008 or 2007 money now is like $81. So we're technically getting a deal still <laughs> if we're adjusting for inflation by increasing the game price to $70. Um, it's just, I mean, not to get political, but it, the buying power of people in America where we live hasn't really gone up, um, in that time. So like I get trying to keep up with inflation, but when, uh, the consumer can't actually keep up with these prices, which I mean, I'll be able to buy $70 games, but I'm going to look at them a lot longer. It's going to make me consider, buying a game a lot longer like i know it's just ten dollars but that's a big ten dollars See, i think it's i think the argument you're making is very interesting and true but the video game industry is hands over fists the strongest economic industry like in the world right now like entertainment industry it's like hands over fists they're making money with their games being sixty dollars for the past what'd you say 20 years just not not adjusting for inflation or anything like that but I think they have made their own adjustment, adjustments for inflation. It's almost like every big release that comes out, you're not paying $60 for the game. You're paying 80 to get you know, some piece of DLC that comes with it. You're paying 100 to get the first season, season pass. You're paying for season passes like every three months, $10. So, I mean, I personally think you know, the industry's making a lot of money. Um, and they're, they found creative, smart ways to make more money off of a single game without having to keep reprinting games. I, I personally think it'd be smarter to keep it at 60 and keep using you know the season pass model, the collector's edition, special editions, complete editions, like all those ways to, to bump up your prices. You know what I mean? I mean, there's some games that like basically, I think when I bought the division, two i think you know 60 dollar base you know you get the game i think i ended up paying for like the 80 or 90 dollar version of the game just because i i like i was very excited about the division two and it seemed like that was like that had access to all this stuff that was a part of the game that you just wouldn't have access to unless you bought it so and i think and a, I, mean, I think a but... lot of games have done that kind of model i mean how much money have i put into like destiny 2 is free now I paid $60 for Destiny 2. I have I mean what? How much was Shadowkeep? Well that's well, yeah and this is what well this is what I'm getting at. I paid $60 originally for Destiny 2. But and I paid for every piece of DLC that's come out for it. Um they didn't need to have like their game is free now. Like a new player could come in for free, play Destiny 2 in the state that it's in. Then they can pay what was it? $30 for Shadowkeep. Then they can pay sixty dollars for Beyond Light. You know what I mean? I I just it doesn't seem necessary to tack another ten dollars on the game price. I, I mean, I'm buying them. I'm gonna play some new games. I mean, I like even right now. I how often do I buy a new game like a new full price game like day of day of release? You know, there's it's a handful a year, like three, four, maybe five games a year that I'm buying. I'm buying day of. I mean, that's part of the whole reason we we have this podcast. You know what I mean? 
and I think we're going to be okay. It's just we, we the gamers, we have to, the consumers have to remain vigilant because we have done a pretty good job of not letting game companies get away with some of the stuff that they would pull. Like, just look at, you know, Battlefront 2. Like yeah. for the perfect the micro, example, the microtransactions, the tiki tack yeah. microtransactions, yeah. Like, and well, frankly, like I'm, a, I don't care for like the whole Destiny way of doing things. That whole model, that is nonsense to me. Especially as somebody who has spent over a hundred dollars on that game, we'll that is had, free we'll to play now. Two hundred dollars in Destiny too. When I spent what sixty on Monster Hunter, and then what I think it was maybe thirty or forty for Iceborne, yeah. Uh, and but that was a more traditional model too. I mean, I think five hundred hours of out of that game. Like, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, we're not going to get just... in an argument here about Destiny, but I, I kind of have a feeling that there's not going to be a Destiny three for a very long time, or if there is, no, and that's good. Yeah, I mean, they're going to try and support the game, and but we're not, we're, we're not going to talk about that. Speaking like, but on the same topic, how funny we were just talking about this tonight. Um, my wife Catherine, she goes, "How is like a game like Fall Guy making money?" And I, I reminded her that it actually was twenty dollars for people who didn't have PlayStation Plus, and then Sony give the gives these publishers or developers money. I don't know what the contracts or deals look like. I don't know if it has to do with downloads or adding the libraries or or anything like that. But they're getting money from Sony right off the bat. But that was like all the, all these games. It's all about the microtransactions. So you know you have this cool new suit and you need five crowns. Like you're gonna go to the store and buy crowns. And then got on Fall Guys with you, and I saw that Sanic suit, and I was like, <laughs> and it cost five, well, you said ten crowns for the full suit, and I was like, well, fuck, I want to go see how much a crown is. You can't even buy crowns. I thought that was very, like, that was very interesting, and I think a very good thing to do. Like, you can buy kudos, but not being able to buy your super premium stuff, like, you have to play. Like, if you want the primo uh, currency, you have to play. I think I think that's a... If you want that uncut... <laughs> that uncut colombian sonic i mean I, I i give them all the credit in the world for doing that you know what i mean that's really cool like because that way their game is populated like you're not getting a sonic unless you play our game so that other people have people to play with in our game you know what i mean like sure. you can't just yeah. pay twenty dollars get the sonic play with it in two rounds and then and then come back next season you know what i mean oh god what kind of human I know they exist. Dude, they, it's just like, totally, what, what, like, totally exist, what, like, man. Augustus St. Cloud type person <laughs> needs to have the Sonic and I will see you next season. Yeah. Or just they, just, they just check every week, every day, just check the store and then just buy. There's people like that, man. They just want to look good. They just want to look good. Oh, look, Knuckles the Echidna. God. Oh, man. Oh, shit. There has to be a way to buy crowns. Knuckles the Kid. <laughs> Give me Knuckles. Oh man, I'm gonna be playing a lot more Fall Guys. I had, a, I had a blast tonight, and I like having a new season track to oh, work yeah. on yeah. with lots of crowns on there. By the way, anyways, uh, anything else on game prices? I, I, it, I, 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 I agree with you. It's something that we have we have to keep an eye on. But like, once again, if seventy dollars is the base price for a game, like we're we're in trouble. Like it's going to be over a hundred dollars for these special editions, these games that come with the, the edition that comes with a little bit more or 
some sort of weird quality of life thing or something like that you know what i mean and DL- how what does that change the dlc to because i think we've been for the most part dlc lands at about 30 dollars mostly for most games i feel like and are we looking at 40 dollars 50 are we looking at 60 dollar dlcs you know what i mean i don't know yeah and i mean that's the thing like for someone like me who is incredibly cheap, I just I I just won't buy things. Like I just I won't <laughs> buy new games. Like I hear you, I have I absolutely hear you. Unless it needs to be owned, unless it needs to be owned, it sucks that Microsoft and Sony kind of agreed that seventy dollars was going to be the new price point for this generation. Like how does that happen? Anyways, all right. This is besides the point. Stay vigilant, as uh, Chris said, and subscribe to playstation plus and just hang out with us <laughs> yeah play play free games well not free you're paying for them. but anyways um are you paying 70 dollars? hell no speaking of playstation plus i was super excited to see this the launch lineup for the playstation 5 pretty eh, you know not much going on but hey all that generation defining game all this generation defining games you missed on the playstation 4 uh, are available to you at launch on the PlayStation 5 with the PlayStation Plus collection. Um, it's going to be a new benefit uh, for PlayStation Plus subscribers. And I think it starts with 18 games from PlayStation 4 from this. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I, you want you want to go down the list or shall I? Yeah, just like a list of absolute club bangers. So we've got God of War, The Last of Us Remastered, uh, Uncharted 4, Battlefield 1, Monster Hunter World, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, The Last Guardian, Ratchet and Clank, Infamous Second Son, Days Gone, Bloodborne, Detroit Become Human, Batman Arkham Knight, Mortal Kombat 10, Persona 5, until dawn and resident evil uh biohazard um, which was the what is that six right or seven resident evil seven i think it's seven yeah eight is village resident evil village is eight. hell yeah no it's just called village um that's an awesome list uh not too much missing off like if you came into gaming at playstation 5 played these games you had a pretty good idea what this generation looked like i think and I mean that's that's a solid list. There, I mean there are some glaring um, missing games, mostly near Automata Game of the Year 2017. But um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Why isn't that on there? Because uh, Horizon Two, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, I mean maybe they're trying to get some. But wouldn't you want people to play Horizon that, so. Zero Dawn and then come to back to Horizon? Is it Wildlands? What is Horizons Two thing? the uh frozen or what wild wild west yeah wild wild west horizon 2 wild wild west put in the books um but no it's it's a great list and if i was coming to a new console and got these um games that are gonna run a little bit better load a little bit faster runs you know run smoother on a playstation 5 i'd be stoked like that's probably when i'll play god of war again (laughs) is on the playstation 5 um Fallout. I'm actually kind of hyphy to try Days Gone. Like, I want to play that game, but I refuse. 
I, we sound is, like such cheap is... assholes, but like I, I am not going to pay for that game right now. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to pay full price for it. Like I, I can. That was a game where I was like, when that game is, you know, if it ever becomes a PlayStation hits, when I can get it for nineteen ninety nine, I'm there. Yeah, like, totally. Uh, I mean, Bloodborne is amazing. I mean, we've already had that on Plus, but like, get in Bloodborne. Like, great game. Fallout Four, I'm not a fan of, but I, I probably check it back out on the PlayStation Five, and then remember why I fucking hated it in the first place. Infamous Second Son, I'm... super underrated uh, game. I think it's amazing. Like that was why I bought my PlayStation Four, and I still like fire it back up every once in a while. And I'm like, God damn, this was a near launch game for PlayStation Four, and it's amazing, absolutely stunner. I'm gonna have The Last of Us uh, one on more consoles than I do Skyrim right now. That's so. wild. Yeah. I think you. I don't think you know how to add three. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, I could I could just get Skyrim on my Switch right now. <laughs> and your phone. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Last Guardian, haven't played it. We'll super play it on PlayStation 5. Uh, love those. Love that uh, Team Eco. And we'd love to play that game. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, Until Dawn. <sighs> Such a good game. It's, it's spooky season. I got to fire up with the wife and you gotta do a playthrough of until dawn that's what i was that's and i mean not to get back into our core competencies here uh, i was kind of hoping for man of the dan uh this october the follow-up there what that studio that studio's follow-up it's the same you know style of game it's just it's uh what are they calling it like the dark pictures anthologies or something man of medan really i didn't know about this yeah that's dope i until dawn is an amazing game it's so fun it's so fun to play every time um Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to maybe i can talk the wife into some streaming content make her play it (laughs) dude i'm still so upset with her we were we were controller passing the first time we played that game and she constantly got my teens killed (laughs) constantly she attacked those elk those reindeer with a fucking axe and killed two two kids with one one slip of the button. One tremendous boner. One tremendous boner. Um anyways, yeah, I'm 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 excited about this. I think this is a great uh ad. Um I can see Sony trying to it doesn't compete with Game Pass, but I can see Sony trying to compete with Game Pass with this a little bit. Um and I, I think it's actually nice to have a more of a curated list. Because Game Pass is almost overwhelming. <laughs> like, sure. uh, I could see myself jumping from game to game to game and not truly like diving deep in a Game Pass type situation. And I would do that here too. I mean, sixteen was it sixteen games? I would still be jumping around, but at least I've played some of them before. Um, I mean, yeah, it'll it'll make it easier because <laughs> I don't have to play all of these. Like, <laughs> exactly. I got I got what I needed out of Ratchet and Clank. Yep, it was it's fun, but I'll play the next one when that's on PlayStation Plus. When it's actually built for the PlayStation Five. Um, last bit we're gonna go over, and then uh, we'll wrap this we'll wrap this sucker up. See if we're excited about PlayStation Five or not. Spoiler alert: I think we are. Um, a UI video released this week. Was it yesterday? Two days ago? I guess to date yeah. this podcast um some quick i'm gonna do just a quick like talk about it chris and then um or yeah we'll just chat about it real quick it's like 11 minute video uh they just jump right in uh show the ui for the playstation 5 
Um, looks like a PlayStation thing. Uh, for all intents, I think it looks good. Looks fine. I mean, it's, it's a video of a screen of a, you know of a capture, so it's not can't get too many details uh, from it. But like they highlight games, they you know show up all big and beautiful, and um, you know you use the PlayStation button to navigate in and out of your games, which is always good. It's nice to have that carrying over still um and was there anything really big from anything else that you can think of like there wasn't much to it um so i guess i'll just talk about i i mean it looked slick Mm -hmm. everything so it does everything that your playstation 4 does but it's much more seamless like you don't have to leave the game yeah to do things like join a party or you know i did you, what did you think about though? And I think we actually caught a bit of it today. Um, it seems like you form the parties, and then it seems like you form groups now with PlayStation Chat or PlayStation parties. Like they actually made them parties, so you form different groups, and then you go into that group to chat up and yeah. stuff. That's it's very interesting. I I want to kind of, they kind of just threw it on the PlayStation Four without any warning, and obviously it's so people on playstation 4 and playstation 5 can have the same ecosystem and chat in the same ecosystem but i'm interested to see what it looks like on the playstation 5 and how it's implemented i got to play with it some more over here and i think i'm gonna like it i'm not 100 percent sure though yeah i mean it's 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 new like like i guess that i was kind of I ambushed hate, I hate when i turned it on and i hate change just so much <laughs> old playstation chats now old playstation <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh what else we got here oh some playstation plus features that i guess they were they were showing off a little bit hints video hints in the game <laughs> did you see that uh, no, I blacked out that part because I'm a, I'm a true MLG leader. <laughs> so, like, I guess it was it was pretty cool, and I, I hope this is implemented into the trophy system somehow. But it showed, like, progress on... They are showing Sackboy's Big Adventure, A Big Adventure, or whatever the hell it's called, and um, person's playing the level, and it's like, oh, you're 33% complete this level. These are things that you're missing to get full completion. And then it's like, oh, how do you get this thing? Let me watch this PlayStation Plus hint video. And in picture in picture, and that sack boy's running while my sack boy's running, and me right to the to the fucking thing. Um, I mean, it's pretty neat. I, I like it. I I like to be surprised more, and I'm I'm hoping it's something that you can turn off because knowing me, I, I wouldn't be able to help myself but to look at what's going on. Right. There's so many times, like you know, so many games that I have to be like, okay, I'm not joining the Reddit for this game because I don't want to be spoiled. Because if I start looking at things, that's all, I'm just gonna taken information want to take in information so i mean i i think it's cool that it's there and it'll be very helpful um but i'm for me i need to be able to turn it off when i don't want to see it <laughs> yeah and i mean i don't want to say anything is obvious in this world anymore but um obviously i think that's gonna be a function that you're gonna be able to turn that off although i mean the other thing that i saw was um they are looking to like hide spoilers in at least that one oh. sense. What was that like? If you took a screenshot with a group mm-hmm. of friends and sent it to those to another friend, 
who hadn't played that part yet, like it'll block spoilers, I, which is I think that's very neat. Wild. I I, I and once again, I'd love to see how this stuff is implemented and if it works. You know, you know if people just forget it. Because uh, remember, the PlayStation Four was supposed to have like game shit. Like I was supposed to be able to hit the share button, and you were able to like take take over my game on a tough part from across the world. And that sure. And I mean, we I, it, I've done that. <laughs> I have used that maybe once. Yeah, maybe once. And that's the thing. Like as I was watching it, and it was like, oh, and you can see, you know, my friend here playing Uncharted: The Lost Yo. Legacy. I can watch them in picture in Let picture me... while my game's going. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm never using. I that. see. I could see myself really using that. I love that. There's so many times. Like I play like The Division with my dad and my brother, and there's so many times you're just like, where the fuck are you? <laughs> it's like I'm getting lit up. <laughs> dad, you say you're sniping. You're on the other side of fucking Washington D.C. What are you sniping? I'd love to just be able to see other people's screens and what's uh, in a co- in a cooperative sense. You know what I mean? And be like, sure. you know, set up those perfect like attacks and stuff like that. Like, oh, you go, oh, like so, you know, like oh, I'm looking right at the bear, looking at this wall. We need to be on the other side of this wall. But if I could see that you're not staring at the same wall I'm staring at, you know what I mean? It would be very good to be able to get a look at your screen, and be like, oh, dad, go to your right, and I'm gonna go to my left or something like that. You know. I'm very yeah. excited about that. I actually want that and want that to work well. Please make it work well. Um, and the last thing that I'm from that video that like really caught my eye was activities. Did you see this? Yes. Uh, little cards. Little cards. When you're at the game, when you're on the menu for the game, it, it suggests things to do into the game. And from what it looked like is you could jump to those parts in said game. Um, just load right into those parts or barely load right into those, uh, those parts with the power of PlayStation. Um, I think that's very exciting for some of the games that we play. Uh, Division 2 specifically. <laughs> well, or yeah. not Division 2, um, sorry, Destiny 2. Oh, Division 2 yeah, I was gonna say. as well, but specifically Destiny 2. Um, to start in the tower, to boot Destiny 2 into the tower, you know what I mean? So you yeah. can get your gear set, or if you know your gear set, to boot right into the activity you want to do, like, take me to Crucible. Like, I want to do cruise. I want to do Survival. Take me right to the Survival playlist. Take me right to the Nightfall. Take me right to X. Take me right to Y. Rather than load into Destiny. Select your character. Go to orbit. <laughs> Go to orbit. Select your destination. Select your activity. Just take me right to the activity and let's get to work. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Ah, man, I hope, I hope, and I, I assume it's going to be developers that are going to make this stuff work. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, I, I could definitely see, you know, the people at, at Bungo know what people don't like about their game and the increased load, the decreased load times thanks to the next-gen consoles and the potential of this activities um, page could be really cool for that game and other games, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, cool. Anything else? No. Uh, let's uh, let's get to some judgment. Because that's what we're here to do, judge. Uh, what are you thinking about PlayStation Five news so far? We're less than a month out. These things are these things are coming. 
Yeah, and it's ju- it's just so weird because, um, you know, for the since I you know started caring about these things, um, which was probably before just before PlayStation Three. So this is like the third launch of a console generation that I've actually cared about. Um, and it's the first time where I'm actually in a position to like at launch buy one of these things. And I, it's, it's just so weird that I don't know. It's because of the half step generation that we had just before that. It doesn't seem like such a huge leap from four to five. Cause it's not graphically, but the tech, like all the stuff that I hear about the tech and every time I see, like that UI video, I see how snappy and responsive it is. And then I look at my PlayStation 4 in its current state and realize that if I press the PlayStation button, that that's like 30 seconds I've got there of just dead time. Um, like, yeah, just to, I'm really excited to get my hands on a new tight machine. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say plus uh, as for as of oh, now. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Um when they announced that these new consoles are were coming, I was, I, I think I was, I was like, why? Like my PlayStation Four is great. Like this is video games, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? And I'm right along there with you. My PlayStation Four, I love it. I think it, I think it's, it's, it's a great console. Has great games. Everything looks like many of the things that you know the people who know how to develop. Like you're looking at your, your Naughty Dogs, your. Um, Santa Monica Studio, like these games look amazing. Uh, we don't need a graphical increase, but like you, like you said, um, you're excited about the snap- snappiness, the responsiveness of the console. There's added little quality of life features. Um, as I get older and have less time for games, I need to get into my games quick, and I need to ha- start having fun quick because I might have thirty minutes. I might have an hour if i could pull two hours off great but you know i don't i don't have that much time so i need my console moving quick and i need to jump right into my games and i think that's what this next gen is going to offer and i'm i'm super stoked i'm i'm very plussed on it um and the fact that and the fact that my playstation 5 is going to become my playstation 4 um the way i'm looking at it that makes me very excited from a consumer standpoint as well sure just the fact that, like, think about, you know, Destiny, the game that we, you know, play most frequently now, other than Hades. Um, 2020 like, game of the year, Hades. Think of what, think of when you go to uh, uh, Mercury, that's where Osiris is, right? In Destiny, you've got, every time you go into that, you know, pyramid on, there's that huge tunnel that you have to walk through. And it's just an unavoidable walk through this tunnel to get to where you're going. And then there's a load screen in there anyways. (laughs) And then there's a load screen in there anyways. Like, I get, like, Destiny probably isn't going to be as affected by this because it is a last-generation game that's just carrying on as a service. Um, So I don't expect these changes. But to think that when you're designing games for the PlayStation 5, you don't have to put that in there (laughs) is just so exciting for me. That's going to be... Yes, that's going to be amazing. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, just think about, just also, think about I, how I Destiny. Just, I just want Mark Cerny to, I want Mark Cerny to look at my ears. Is that <laughs> is that a weird thing? Just think about how good Destiny, like Destiny Two, is going to be on these consoles. I, I personally believe, like the, 
what the number one thing we can't we complain about is the load times. The load times are disgusting. Once you're in the game, it's great, but the loading, the loading, the loading is ridiculous. And okay, cool, we're gonna switch activities, guys. All right, I'm gonna go get a drink and take a piss, and then still come back to a goddamn loading screen. You know? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm just excited to be have a snappier Destiny experience, and yeah, I guess I'm gonna pay four hundred dollars for it, but there's other games. <laughs> I can hear Jordan screaming about PC. Get a get a get a PC. I I was looking at the man that got, I got too complicated too quickly and it's not for me. See on Xbox, buckaroo. Because when my fucking when when my fucking when I inevitably do something to brain my PC and I just I have to spend time fixing it so I can play games, I'm gonna be pissed. You know what I mean? PlayStation 4, I fire it up and the damn thing should just work. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And uh, I don't know. This, that's I know. It's a whole show. other argument. It's a whole, <laughs> it's other, a whole other, other... It's a whole other special episode. Console gamer for life. Um, maybe. <laughs> but uh, unless you have anything else, I think uh, that's our PlayStation 5 special. Yeah. I think we, I, I think we did Awesome. Great. Uh. Well, Congratulations to us. Yes, high five to us. Kudos for everyone. You can buy them on the PlayStation Store. At... No. <laughs> um, I, we'll obviously hit this topic up again I, uh, when we have PlayStation 5s, I assume. So see you in like three years. Uh, but for now, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, you can catch me on PlayStation Network at Master Cylinder, M-A-S-T-A-C-Y-L-I-N-D-E-R. And you can find me at Dingo Sphinx, D-I-N-G-O-S-P-H-I-N-X. You can email us questions, comments, concerns at podcastnonplussed at gmail.com. Um, and, you know, we're streaming. I, I mostly stream on my um, on my own account at on Twitch. That's KirkM87. Um, have you started doing anything there, Christopher? No, I have to start playing with that more. Oh, update though. I think we have socials, right? We do. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Oh boy. We have our social. And social. <laughs> what are we on? <laughs> yeah, uh, you can find us on Twitter at nonplussedps. Uh, yeah, we'll start. Right now we are, we're just sort of... Uh, feeling out twitter i'm terrified of twitter i know what the people are like on there uh probably the probably so. the best place to be though for someplace like but yeah we'll start we'll start updating you know when a when an episode's gonna drop oh and you like can catch our episodes there. everywhere now we've we've been doing work <laughs> we've been putting in some work yeah i think anywhere you can find a podcast you can probably find us we're like a disease mm-hmm. but uh thanks again for listening topical um hopefully we play and hear from you guys soon and uh that's all i got uh bye bye